Hello, welcome to You Don't Know Mojack. My name is Ryan. My name's Brent. In this episode, we're discussing SST-107, the Painted Willie, My Fellow Americans 12-inch. It's our first show of the year, Brant, and uh, we're taking a bit of a different approach this time. Am I right? Yeah, we're not, I guess, really going to discuss Painted Willie. This was supposed to come out, be reissued on SST. Uh, My Fellow Americans is a 12-inch, five-song EP released by the band in 1984, uh, on their own Spinhead Records, and it was supposed to be reissued by SST, and that never happened. SST never released them as planned. They basically just moved old Spinhead stock with no new artwork or cover or anything. So this never came out on SST. We will be getting to it, though, uh, on SST 178. That's the Relics comp. Okay, so then what are we going to talk about? We're going to do our top 10 releases of 2019 Ooh, yeah and i have an extensive list of of honorable mentions as well and okay and i'll i'll just remind people sst did this one other time before on the desperate teenage love dolls soundtrack they did not actually press that record what they did was they used leftover stock from enigma records who owed uh, sst money uh, Bill Bartel's Gasatanka Records had released that Desperate Teenage Love Dolls soundtrack, and SST took a bunch of those, but they did repress the covers with the SST logo on it. But all of the LPs have the Gasatanka label on them. So l- let me get this straight. If SST decides to release a previously released record but doesn't repress the vinyl, but does repress the jacket, then we will do a show on it. I think so. (laughs) It's like a half measure, you know? At least they made an effort. But for this Willie, forget it. We're going to talk about it, what, in 100? No, 71 episodes from now. Good math. Nice quick math there. I almost got it wrong, though. Did you hear? Yeah. (laughs) 173, no wait, 71 episodes. (laughs) Okay, well then how do you, do you want to go on a top 10 right now? Where's Uh, my, where's my spiels? Where's my history lesson? Okay, well I have a spiel for you. I hate to bring the mood down here, but I want to talk about our friend Michael Whitaker for a minute. Ah, yes. Yeah, so Michael was introduced to us by another podcast pal, uh, Michael T. Fournier. If you want to hear our interview with, with the spaceman, Michael Whitaker, uh, he's on episode 80 and it's a great interview and you just you get a little taste of what kind of what kind of guy he was and he was always really nice for us uh some cool things about michael he worked for the portland public library in maine and apparently a lot of books and libraries get tossed each year and he decided to give some of them a new life as art and he started this project called long overdue book renewal uh, artists, nearly 200 participated, encouraged were encouraged to take a book uh, slated for destruction and turn it into art. Here's a quote from the, the article uh, that came out in the New York Times in 2006, written by Amy Sutherland. Uh, Mr. Whitaker said the idea for the project came to him after reading a biography of the British playwright Joe Orton. Orton and his boyfriend would borrow books from a London library, insert sexual innuendos and collages in the pages, and then return them to circulation. 
It was an act of vandalism, Mr. Whitaker said, but I liked it as an act of art. They put these 200 books out to artists and then they put them back into circulation and people would sign them out and have it have like exhibits in their home and stuff. And it's just a great example of the creative mind of the spaceman, I think. Yeah. He definitely had some great liner notes and uh, uh, copy for the SST ads and everything. Yep. Uh, we've referenced before his blog, uh, 52 Girls, which writes a, about a lot of the women that were in the scene and s some SST folks as well. Um, he's also in the Guinness Book of World Records, Ryan. He helped set up a charity event in Maine as a member of Portland's West End Neighborhood Association to help underprivileged kids afford swimming lessons. Uh, and he did it by helping create a 61-foot lobster roll using 45 pounds of lobster meat. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Uh, but most importantly to us, he was just a solid dude who helped us out whenever he could with info. Uh, he would often message me things like, Hey dude, how's it going? Man, oh man, have I, and I, of course, is spelled E-Y-E, -E, been digging your crap. Really splendid work, man. He'll never know how much stuff like that means to us. So sending out condolences to his, his family and friends. Yeah, you will be missed, Spaceman. That's uh, all I want to spiel about. Do you have anything, Ryan, or do you want to get into some top 10? Let's top 10 it. Okay. Can it still be the history lesson part one, though? History lesson, part one. Ryan, why don't you start us off and we'll go back We'll go back and forth. I think that's how we normally have done this before. Yeah, normally we go through our top 10, back and forth. The top 10 are not really in a top 10 order per se, but they kind of sort of are in the sense that I think our, not, our number one is usually number one. Yeah, that's, I, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Okay, go. Uh, and I, I will say it was really, really hard oh, man. To, pick, to pick my top 10. And I'm glad we're doing a uh, an honorable mentions section because I was, there's a few on my list that um, I was flip-flopping on. Um, and even my, my first, my number 10, it actually feels like a bit mainstream for me. But mm -hmm. God dang it. I just love this record, and it's uh, the new Baroness, Golden Grey. You like that, I, hey? I really enjoyed it. I thought it was, uh, it got had like, um, it's not as poppy, I guess, as uh, the the prior record. This one is a lot more proggy for me, and, uh, and I really liked it. I played it a ton, and I found it really catchy and uh, very atmospheric, very cool, long songs. Loved it. I might have to check that one out again. I actually disliked it when I heard it. Yeah, well, nobody's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, too, when I was putting together my top ten list, usually you and I have got at least one that's the same. I bet my guess is we will have zero. That that's what same. I was thinking, too. Yeah, I was we, like, we, which one of these is Ryan going to have? I don't even know if you're going to have any on my honorable honorable mentions list. Yeah, I think our lists are going to be so different this year. So that's okay. Hit me, that's okay. Hit me, hit me with your ten. I I also like labored over this decision making process like it was super important. Like I listened to so many records in the last week, just cramming records into my ears trying to 
make a decision. But my number 10 pick is by a band called Pop 1280, as in Population 1280. Okay. Never it. heard of them. Never heard of them? I, I think I've mentioned them on the podcast before. Yeah, it doesn't... Well, I don't pay attention to you. <laughs> Named after the awesome Jim Thompson book. Uh, the album's called Waystation. It's like industrial noise post-punk from New York City. It's their fourth full-length. Uh, first for this Belgian Belgium label called Weird Sun Records. Uh, it's, I would say, not unlike Swans. It's a tough listen, but it's rewarding. Most of their other stuff is on that label Sacred Bones. Oh, yeah. Cool, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, number nine. The Shellac, The End of Radio 2LP, The Peel Sessions, Killer, Killer Shellac. It's, uh, I'm, I bet you you were like, oh, I bet you Ryan will have that on his list. I bet you were totally thinking that. <laughs> no, but, I wasn't, actually, but yeah. it makes uh, sense. Not, I know you yeah, love, sh- love Shellac. No, it's, uh, it's so well recorded. The performances are great. There's some great kind of rare tracks on it. Love the banter. And the different versions, like the the stuff that they uh, kind of do to mix up the songs, it's it's great. And man, like Peel Sessions always sound pretty darn good, but this one sounds just incredible to me. Right on. I have not heard it. I'm, I, I might have to check that one out. Okay, number nine for me is the St. Vitus self-titled album that came out uh, on Season of Mist. Uh, same as their last one. That one came out in 2012, so it's been a while. Uh, the difference this time is the incredible Scott Riegers is back on the mic. And uh, I've talked about this album on the podcast before, just because we're an SST podcast and, you know, they're an SST band. It's But it's a really diverse album for them. I mean, it's still got the trademark Vitus Doom, but it's got some creepy soundscapes, uh, a really speedy punk rock tune, and it's just an all-around great Vitus record. Cool. Yeah, I I definitely haven't checked that one out. Do you think, like, you know what I think about Vitus. You know I can tell they're good, but it's not up my alley. Should I give that Vitus a chance? Like, will it change me? Probably not. Okay. Yep. My number eight is uh, the Jay Robbins album, Unbecoming. Yep. I knew I, that one I, was going to be on your list. Yeah, I listened to this record a ton uh, when it first came out, and then I kept going back to it throughout the year. It's uh, it's pretty straight ahead. I got into Jawbox again too and realized or remembered I should say how noisy Jawbox is and how much I loved it. And so great Jay Robbins album, but we need a Jawbox album too now. Yeah, it's a good one for sure. Uh, here's one. My number eight is one that I thought might be on your list too because I know you like this band. Uh, it's the new one from Child Bite, Blow Off the oh. Omens. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's not on my top 10, but I definitely got it and did enjoy it. Super bitchin' noise rock on Phil Ensemble's Housecore Records, recorded by Steve Albini. Yep. Uh, Their fifth overall album, and for me, they just keep getting better. And they're total road dogs, too. Uh, The vocalist is awesome. Sean Knight is his name. Um, He's also a visual artist who does the artwork for the cover, which is amazing. He kind of reminds me of Dave Brockie from Guar sometimes. Yeah. I I like them. I've followed them for a long time. It's a it is a good record. 
didn't my number one like noise rock album of the year is coming up okay uh but not next my next one is uh the new Mesthetics. yes anthropocosmic nest great awesome record man like i just loved it their their debut was great this one's even better i would say i i liked it better too i it almost cracked my top 10 it could have easily been a top 10 record for me i listened to it a ton and i agree i liked it better yeah and when and like when you just said child bite i'm like ah oh, i should have put child bite in my top 10 you know <laughs> like we're gonna have that yeah but uh, mess that it's great record yeah it is good uh, number seven for me is the new Red Cross album, Beyond the Door. It's oh, no way. On, it's on Merge Records. The McDonald Brothers, of course. Jason Shapiro from this... Well, he's been in the band, I think, for a while now. He used to be in a band called Celebrity Skin. Dale Crover, of, of course, on drums. Buzz guests on guitar. Josh Klingenhofer guests on guitar. And they are have completed their transformation into a total Cheap Trick-style power pop band. And the album has the best cover I've heard all year. Uh, a cover by, a, I don't know the original, but the band is, I know the band, Sparks, and the song's called When Do I Get to Sing My Way? And it's just awesome. Yeah, I never really got into Red Cross. They were actually like, I've tried a few times and they haven't stuck. Yeah. Don't know why that is. All right, my number six is like, I'm a lifelong fan of this band. It's the new Sebado Act Surprised. It's uh, for any Sebado fan, you will love this record, and it's a great, solid record, great tunes. And I think last year in my top 10, I had the Jason Lowenstein solo album on there, and Jason and Lou have got some killer tunes on the new Sebado again, yet again, every time. I'm not surprised that you like that one, Ryan. Yeah. See what I did there? Nice, nice. <laughs> I, I thought you might act surprised, but you're not. That was really close to the wire. <laughs> okay, speaking of something that uh, is not going to surprise anyone, this one won't surprise you. My number six pick is Pat Todd and the Rank Outsiders. The past oh, came yeah. calling. I'm sure I've talked about my love for Pat Todd and the Lazy Cowgirls. Uh, this one's, again, on Hound God Records. It's his fifth under the Rank Outsiders. Uh, again, he just keeps getting better. It's another heartfelt rock and roll record. The man is simply incapable of writing a bad song. Nice. Good yeah. tribute. Uh, my number five is, this won't surprise you, the new Bob Mould, Sunshine Rock. Nice. You know, he has put out a fair amount of records in the last few years with uh, Worcester and Narducci. They're all solid. This one um, has some really, really great songs on it, like the um the song irrational poison on this record just gets me every time and it's like the end of side one so it's the perfect spot on the record you know you just keep flipping it over it's great bob can do no wrong awesome yeah that's one i didn't spend enough time with this year to be honest with you and i get I, on I, I will i need to okay number five for me is a band called deaf kids and they're Brazilian, and I'm going to try and pronounce the name of the album. It's Metaprogramacio. They're on the Neurosis label Neurot Records, uh, which is a perfect fit for them. They're like industrial, noisy, dirgy, raw, um, super avant-garde. 
Um, they've done some touring with Neurosis. Fans of Neurosis would would not be surprised to see that this is on Neurot. They, I'm sure they'd like it. They kind of remind me of this uh, one-off project that was on Sub Pop a few years ago. Called, the band was called So Pitted. They did a really cool album called Neo. I've never been able to find out anything else about that band. But um, yeah, Deaf Kids. They've got a few records out, but this one just grabbed me. And the packaging on the LP is really awesome too. Cool. All right, my number four. I think I have mentioned this band to you before, um, and I, but I also don't think that they're as well known as they should be. They're called Ventura, hmm. and their new album is called Ad Matres. And uh, they are, they're a good, noisy, but also melodic, atmospheric type band. They're kind of known in the noise rock sphere for their single that they put out with Dave Yao on the vocals. Okay. Uh, this is their new album on Vitesse Records. It's been six years since their last album, Ultima Nikat, which is a killer record as well. All four of their albums are really good. They go back to like 2006, 2007. They're, they're from France, though, and I don't think that um, they get much press or recognition but it's just a really solid album like it's it's the it's what an album means in terms of like this type of music it's just killer right on i'll definitely have to check that out that one was not on my radar for sure okay number four for me is a band called magic circle i've been into this band for a while the album's called departed souls on this really awesome label called 20 buck spin it's their third lp it's got some Sabbath, like, I wouldn't call it doom. It's more like a classic rock or classic, like a British metal kind of a sound. Even like a bit of a nod to Zeppelin at times or some early Soundgarden. I actually think you might like this record. Uh, the singer Brendan Radigan is just an insane vocalist. There's a track on there called Valley of the Lepers, which is probably my favorite track of the year. They're from hmm. Boston. It's really good stuff. Of the year. Favorite track, yeah. I really liked it. Wow. It's a real wow. banger, man. <laughs> <laughs> and you think I would like it? Yeah, I think you would like this band, actually. Well, you like Soundgarden. I do. Yeah. I definitely do. I think you'd like Magic Circle. Okay. I'll check it out. I'm going to check out Pop 1280 so far okay. on your list. I'm, I know that almost all of my records... You, you've either already purchased or have already listened to on some streaming service. I, on the other hand, am making a list to go and do some homework after this show. Oh, I'll be checking some of your stuff out, too. You should check out that Deaf Kids, too. You might like that. Deaf Kids. Okay. Yeah. I'll do it. Make sure to make recommends, man. Okay. Uh, number three for me, which is probably the noise rock album of the year for me, The New Cherubs, Immaculata High. Yep. It is it is insanity. I just love it. There's a song on it called uh, Suey Pig and it's almost my track of the year. Yeah. Yeah, it does it does like everything that I want this band to do for me. It's a great record. I'm so glad they're back together. Great stuff. And they're on relapse, which is awesome. Correct. Yep. Okay, my number 3 is a favorite of mine, the new one from The Hangmen. It's called Cactusville. Ooh. 
great L.A. rock band led by Brian Small. Uh, great Thunders-style rock and roll with some stone swagger, but they definitely have their own sound. Uh, they've done three studio albums, I think, one and one live one and one EP since reforming in 2000. Pretty uh, consistent lineup since then, too. All of them are excellent. This one's cool because it's kind of divided into two halves. Uh, the first half has more of like a rock vibe and the second half is rootsy. It's got like some pedal steel on it. It's really good. And if you've never heard their 1989 Capitol Records self-titled album, it is an all-time classic if you can find a copy. Cool. SST Connection too. Keith Morris was their manager. Right. Yeah. I remember you've meant you've mentioned them before for that purpose. Yeah. Love the hand, yeah. man. All right. So my number two. I bet you think it's my number one, but it's my number two. <laughs> and, and it's the uh, the replacements box set, Dead Man's Pop. Ah. It finally all arrived. It took four Here we go. stupid <laughs> screw-up packages from Warner Rhino. Are you listening, Warner Rhino? Um, but, gall dang it, it's so good. And it's... Um, for a replacements fan, it's everything that you want it to be, like the mixes, the new and different. Well, not new, the the old mixes, the unreleased mixes. They've got a little bit more grit to them, which is great. Um, the unreleased tracks, uh, there's like studio banter in between too, which is just awesome to listen to as a fan, and then a double live disc which is, it's later era replacements, but they're just killing it. And a lot of people talk about Bob Stinson, and, and he's he was a killer guitarist, no doubt about it, and had some very, very influential playing and licks and riffs and solos in the early replacements records, but Slim Dunlop never gets his due, Slim Dunlap. And uh, he is doing some seriously wicked picking on these two live records so it's good and the bonus cassette was good too hey you got it how did you get that lots of pissing and moaning <laughs> hey i paid for it yeah. i paid for it come yeah. on now exactly oh good man yeah uh again one that i haven't spent as much time with you're a way bigger replacements fan than i am and i i don't feel like i know that record don't tell a soul enough to really pick out the differences in the mixes, maybe. I yeah, I think you might because the the like the one that most people know that version, it's pretty overproduced. Yeah. Like lots of reverb, lots of delay, lots of goop on it. Yeah, this is pretty raw sounding. The these mixes and uh, it's good. It makes it sound more like I, I'm sure they intended it to sound. Okay, number two for me is the new one from The Dream Syndicate. It's called These Times. Uh, it's the second one since they're re they reunited, uh, not including the live one that they released in 2017. The 2017 kind of reunion album was my number one pick of that year. Uh, again, it's on Anti. Much like Pat Todd, Steve Wynn just can't do any wrong, uh, whether it's with The Dream Syndicate, um, the Baseball Project. You know that band? You probably don't. I do. Yeah. I know you're a baseball fan, so that's his project with uh, Linda Pittman, Josh Cantor, Peter Buck, and Scott McCaughey. Uh, he's got Danny and Dusty, his project with Dan Stewart of Green on Red. 
his band The Miracle 3. He's got many, many solo albums, and there's not a single one out of any of that stuff that's bad or that's not worth owning. And this album just rules. Right on. It's called These Times. I don't know if I mentioned that. No, I know you mentioned it um, on the show in an earlier episode, though, when it came out. Okay. You, were rant, you were ranting and raving about it. Yep. All right, so my number one, and this is my true number one. Now, before I mention my number one, recall what my number 10 was. It was the Baroness album, Gold and Grey. Okay. My number one is an album by a band called Pile, called Green and Grey. It's a double LP, 45 RPM double LP. It's basically this guy, Rick McGuire's. Um, it, it used to be kind of like a solo project, but he's got a band behind him now for several albums. They've even got like a live on third man record and stuff like that. But this is um, just a great, like great songwriting, great post rock, post punk noise, melodic um, I think you would actually really like it. This is my only recommend for you on the list. Pile, green and gray. <laughs> you got you got to check it out. Okay, I will. My number one's probably not going to surprise you, Ryan. It's the new Meat Puppets, Dusty Notes. I've, really? Wow. I'm sure I've talked about it before. It's just another feather in their cap since reforming the band with Chris on bass in 2007. They've now done, done five since then, and they're all awesome. Kurt keeps on writing hits. Um, it's got the expanded lineup with Elmo, Kurt's son on second guitar, and Ron Stabinski on keys, and of course Derek Bostrom is back on the drums. Uh, it's got a little bit of everything for Meat Puppets fans. It's got some country, some psychedelic rock, uh, some really rocking songs with some ripping guitar. Uh, the two brothers sing beautifully together. The kind of lead single, Warranty, has a great video you can watch and, and see Elmo play some leads uh, every track to me is just a, a new meat puppets classic wow that's high praise i love it i couldn't get enough of it but i've liked like i said i've liked all those albums there isn't a bad meat puppets record in my opinion and uh, all the ones that they've done since they reformed with or the brothers got back together are, are awesome in my opinion wow that's great those are good top tens but there's more isn't there should we go to History Lesson Part 2? Let's do that. History Lesson Part 2. You want to go, want to mention some other stuff that came out that didn't make the top 10, right? Yeah, I've got a really long list, so... Well, I, you can't, you can't, you can't talk about every single one like you did the top 10. I can't? No, no, no. Okay. Well, you've got a really long list and you're going to talk as long as you did for your 10. We're going to be here all night. <laughs> Okay, well, I'll go really fast, okay? Uh, I've mentioned probably before that I have a garage rock radio show that I do. So here's some of the stuff that I played this year on my show that was new this year, and, and I have a totally different top 10 as well for that show. But here's some of the stuff that I liked. Uh, this band, The Knox Boys, record's called Out of Touch. It's their second one on Gip, Get Hip. It's really catchy. Uh, the Briefs, Platinum Rats, bit of a reunion comeback record for them. Seattle punk rock band. Uh, Datura 4, Blessed is the Boogie, the third full length. Uh, all three of them are on Alive Records. It's Dom Mar Mariani's band from The Stems and the DM3 and a bunch of other bands. It's kind of like a psych blues boogie rock. Le Gris Gris, self-titled debut 
uh, following a few singles from this Portuguese freak beat band. Uh, the Ugly Beats, Stars Align. Uh, it's their first one since 2014, fifth overall. Also on Get Hip, really awesome garage rock. All their albums are probably still in print and all worth owning. Moon, and that's with three, three O's, have an album called Safari on Bickerton Records, which is a really consistently good label. It's di- Dutch psychedelic garage rock made by these two brothers. The Night Times, Here We Go. Uh, on this Outro Records label, which is just an awesome label. Love the band. They had a couple killer singles. And then this, it's really good. And then just a whole bunch of other stuff. Wooly Bushman, The Resners, The Routes, Galileo 7, Groovy Movies, The Tambles, Trip Takers, a bunch of singles from bands like The Loons, The Trip Tides. There's a new Marshmallow Overcoat single, a band called The Premonitions, a really good band called Watts. Not the estrus one, a different one. I could go on and on, but that's some of my garage rock stuff for this year. Do you have another list for other genres? Oh, yeah. That, that you're going to take us through? Yep. Jeez Louise, you go. Want me, you want me? Okay, grab your pen. Well, well, what am I supposed to do here? I've got my list. It's not organized in any way. Well, that's okay. This here's. I'll give you my unorganized list. This is just my list of kind of whatever. Did you hear this record by a band called Fontaine's DC? Nope. Okay, check that out. You'll like it. They're called Dog. The album's called Dog Roll. It's their debut. Uh, It came out on Partisan Records, uh, same label that that Idols record came out on. Yep. I think you'd like that. Omni, this record on Sub Pop, is called Networker. Kind of post punk indie rock, a little mathy at times. They have two other records on that label, Trouble in Mind, that I haven't heard yet, but I'll definitely be checking it out because this one I really liked. You'd like it too. TV Crime, a band you hit me to, Ryan. Have you heard their full length? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is it on your list of... uh... Honorable mentions? Yeah. Heck yes. I love their slogan, Killer Tunes, Shitty Attitude. (laughs) Yeah, they're great. Yeah, and I hipped you to them. That's you did. maybe like the first. That's maybe like the first recommend that I ever get street cred with you on. <laughs> ever. Don't get ever. used to it. Don't get used to it. I'm. I won't. Don't worry. Okay, here's another recommend for you, Ryan. I know I've mentioned this band to you before, but I feel like you're not listening to me. Uh, <laughs> uh, they're called Motorcycle, and the album's called The Crucible. It's Norwegian prog rock. They've been around forever. They formed in like 1989. A super amazing discography on a bunch of labels like Concurrent, Rune Gramophone. Uh, Their last few, including this one, are on Stickman. It's only three songs, but the title track is like a 20-minute prog rock thrill ride. (laughs) Okay. Here's another recommend for you if you haven't heard this one, Ryan. I'll be surprised if you haven't because it's the band's called Imperial Wax. Do you know them? I do. I haven't really checked them out, though. Do you know who they are? Ugh. I can't remember. Okay, well, the album's called Gastwork Saboteurs. And the reason I thought you would have heard of them is because they're the surviving members of the last lineup of The Fall. Yeah. I I mean, I've... That's how I know them, but... They're they're good, I know, I seem to recall that I checked them out, but since Marky Smith passed away, I've actually just been 
going back and listening to the fall records in sequential chronological order and I'm only about halfway through and I'm not ready for anything new yet. Okay. That's like two years ago that Marky Smith passed away too, something like that. Yeah. Imperial Wax. Yep. Okay, here's a recommend that's not for you, Ryan. But (laughs) (laughs) anybody looking for some amazing hardcore that happens to be Canadian too, the band's called Chain Whip. The album's called 14 Lashes. Self-released, they're from Vancouver, BC, and it's really great hardcore with awesome vocals. If you're looking for something a little off-kilter, Oceans of the Moon, self-titled debut on the label Castle Face, which is John Dwyer of the OCs, along with Matt Jones and Brian Lee Hughes' label. Synthy Weird Freak Rock from Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, A couple singles that I really liked. Kind of some goth rock from this band called, uh, like, goth punk maybe. This band called Pawns, the uh, seven inches called Monuments of Faith on Inflammable Material, which has got a ton of great stuff if you're into like the, that kind of punk rock. And uh, also the new TSOL seven inches, really good, Ghost Train. There's a, I could keep going on and on. The, the new Mud Honey 12 inch I like, the Flesh Eaters record, the new Black Mountain, uh, the Claypool Lennon Delirium I really liked. The new Duff McKagan album's really good. That Javon's record. The Chris Robinson Brotherhood. Magpie Salute. That new Membranes record is really good. Hit me with some of yours, Ryan. And then I'm gonna do the and then I'm gonna do some metal. Oh geez. Okay, well, mine's not organized and by genre or anything like that. And we've talked about some of them already. But you know that I I'm a Tool fan, and I like the new album, Fear and Oculum. It's good. Uh, All the Saints put out a record. Looks like you're going somewhere. Um, I also like the new Mike Adams at his Honest Weight on Joyful Noise. It's called There Is No Feeling Better. Uh, The new Road... Well, it's not new, but it's it's old studio tracks from Rodan. Hat Factory, 93. That's good. The, uh, The SNFU live album that came out, and yes... Another pair of lost suspenders. Yep. That uh, uh, trigger cut record, Buster. The new Austerity Program, Bible Songs One. I also like the new Mike Patton record. Mike Patton and Jean Claude Vanier, Corpse Flower on Ipecac. That's a good record. The Mets Collection, Automat. We mentioned that one before. The re release of that old Rain Sanction 12 inch. The new Iggy Pop album, Free. It is good. Yeah. The new Perubu album, The Long Goodbye. Um, some of these we've mentioned before. The the new Multicult, Simultaneity Now. I mentioned the new Moving Targets record, Wires. The new Live Skull record, Saturday Night Massacre. Yep. You mentioned the Mudhoney and Jay Vaughn's. The new Hepatitis record, Blue Fat Pussy. I mentioned uh, the new Giants chair. They've come back after like 20-some years called Prefabilon. Good record. Some jazz for you. The new Coltrane, Blue World, and uh, the Miles album, Early Minor. Those are both uh, really good listens. Mark Dutrom, Bluebird. Mentioned that one before, too, on the show. Uh, The new Buildings record, Negative Sound, is good. Mm -hmm. Also, Big Business put out an album the beast you are and i was rocking that one this year too yeah there you go right on you mentioned jazz 
I made a oh, list. Man, do you have a, do you I have got a jazz? jazz list too. Yeah. Some of the stuff you're going to like, I'll go through it fast. Comet is coming. I've already talked about before in the podcast. Uh, yeah. The new Croca fan. Do you know that band, Ryan? I do. Yeah. They have a new one called Q. They're one of the my favorite bands on the hit factory that is the great Norwegian label Rune Gramophone. This one's a collaboration uh, with some other dudes. I'm not going to try and say their names, uh, but people from the Elephant Nine, Scorch Trio. It's totally skronk and jazz with really amazing soloing. The only reason I know about them is because you recommended Bushman's Revenge on Rune Gramophone and I started digging into that label. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, the DeLorean's record we've talked about. Yep. Black Flower, Future Flora is the album. Jazzy, psychedelic world music from Belgium. Here's one, speaking of Bushman's Revenge, this Norwegian band Red Kite has a self-titled record on Rare Noise Records. It's this like proggy jazz super group with some heavyweights from Norway's insane jazz scene, uh, including the guitar player from Bushman's Revenge. Uh, this guy Kalita and the Super Yamba Band. The album's called Medaho. He's based out of New York, and uh, it's like this Fela Kuti-style Afro-funk with deep grooves and an insane horn section, and he's a guitar player, and there's some really wild-ass guitar soloing in it that's really good. Any fret melting? A bit of fret melting. Nice. The the real fret melting was saved for the project Five Times Surprise, which is Henry Kaiser, Anthony Parag from Mesthetics, yep. Jeff Sipe, Tracy Silverman, and Andy West, who's in, we're going to be talking about in a couple of weeks here on Crazy Backwards Al- Alphabet. It's insane avant-garde jazz rock fusion on this label Cuneiform. It's a double album, like two hours of music, and it's awesome. Bushman's Revenge did have a new one this year on this cool Norwegian label, Hubro. Didn't grab me like some of their older stuff, though. Okay, I just have a few, like, straight-up rock and roll records to talk about here. Uh, The Beasts, still here. The great Aussie rock and roll band, Beasts of Bourbon members. Uh, There's a new Dave Cusworth from the Jacobites. This is with a Spanish band called Lost Tupper. It's a Spanish import. Uh, Cinderella Shoes is the record. Really great you know, Stonesy style rock and roll. Richard Dugway has an album called Bad Juju, and he's best known as uh, the guitar player in Personality Crisis. And it's a cool rockin' Stones, Dolls, Hanoi, Hanoi Rock style album. It's really good. And then speaking of Hanoi Rocks, Michael Monroe from that band, his latest solo album, One Man Gang, is a real good one. Kind of having a late career hot streak. It's got Captain Sensible on it. Nasty Suicide from Hanoi Rocks is on it. Rich Jones from the Black Halos and Steve Conti from the New York Dolls. Sammy Yaffa uh, from Hanoi Rocks is on bass. It's really good. Okay, metal. If you want some black metal, the new 1349 is really good. Norwegian black metal. The Infernal Pathway, it's called. Uh, The new Memoriam, which is Carl Willits from... Uh, Bolt Thrower, really good stuff. The Silent Vigil, old school death metal. Uh, this one made a bunch of lists. Two Mold, Planetary Clairvoyance, really good old school death metal from Toronto. More on the grind side of things, the new Exhumed Horror has some amazing artwork and uh, some really good gory thrash grind. 
I'm probably lame for liking this, but the new Toxic Holocaust Primal Future 2019 is really good. Uh, if you want some more like crossover tile type type of hardcore, the new Judiciary Surface Noise. I shouldn't say new; it's their debut, but it's really good stuff. A friend of the pod, Randy Larson, and his band Cable uh, have a really good album called "Take the Stairs to Hell." It's kind of some heavy melodic stoner rock. Really good monster riffage. Apparently, they're they're packing in it again though. Uh, the new Crypt Sermon. Their second, uh, The Ruins of Fading Light, Really Killer, Candle Mask-esque, Doom. High Command, their debut full-length uh, on Southern Lord, Beyond the Wall of Desolation. Really good uh, thrash metal, but not like corny like some of the newer thrash. Not too slick. Fans of like Power Trip will really like it. Rainbow Grave, you might like that one actually, Ryan. It's on that label God Unknown. Do you know that label? I don't. Okay, well, the album's called Know You, and they describe it as low-rent caveman hate music from Birmingham. It's kind of noisy, <laughs> dirgy, and, like, obnoxious in the best possible way. Check out the track Brain Sick. I think you might dig it. Okay. And then my last one is this band called Child Abuse. The album's called Imaginary Enemy. It's kind of avant-garde noise rock. There's a definite metal influence, a bit of a butthole surfer, surfer's vibe. They've got three albums I haven't heard yet. Um, I don't know how I came across this one, but I just loved it. They're from New York, and they're on that label Skin Graft. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know Skin Graft was still putting stuff out. Or maybe I'm thinking of something other label. Hmm. That about does it for me. I could keep going on and on, Ryan. Like, I've got, I've got more listed here, but... Yeah, I've got more too, but I mean that's got to be enough. Yeah. What about but what about all of the SST related bands, Brant? Should we talk about those? Well, we've talked about some of them tonight. We're going to do that next week. So, let's uh there's not going to be a ballot result this week. We're going to sign off, I think, and then we'll we're going to do we'll come back with for our next one we'll we'll spiel about some of the SST stuff that came out this year. Nice. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, all at Mojack Pod. We post all kinds of info and tons of pictures of the bands and albums we discuss on the show. Our blog is mojackpod.com. Please check it out for some exclusive content. If you like what we do and want to support the podcast, the best way to do that is to tell your friends about the show. Subscribing, rating, and reviewing on iTunes is also appreciated. We love hearing your opinions, corrections, and feedback, so feel free to post on our social media sites and send us an email to mojackpod at gmail.com. Thanks again for all the support, and we hope to see you next week.